anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the podcast program that is real, inspiring, and fun wherein we go movie by movie, episode by episode, through the filmography of one Tom Cruise. I am one of your hosts, Greg Schiegel. I'm your other host, Chris Jeruso. And we are joined today by one... Special guest. Special guest. Although I don't mean special as in special version of a special version. You're talking about the real deal. A real special specialty. Like a specialty of the house. That's what I meant. Like, oh, what's your specialty? Oh, we make a delicious hamburg. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Well, it's not the first or last time. We have not introduced special. you yet, so please yeah. don't oh, talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pat McGrath is in the in the house. Hello, everyone. Yeah. I'm yes. How, and I'm special. How would you like to have been introduced? We gave you no credits. We gave you no preamble. Um, As a guy that's, um, I don't know, just knows you guys. And we're All right. Out. Let me try this again. Our special guest is, I don't know, a guy who knows us, something. Oh, that's. Pat McGrath. That's a zinger right there. <laughs> Nailed it. I guess if anyone... What, you you have took people? his ambivalence and you turned that into the intro. Yeah. Are, are, mo- <laughs> are most of your guests like from the world of comic books? I don't know if most of them are. I think it might be at this point a uh, 70-30 split. They're, they're mostly from the background world of comics like, like us. Like Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. We had Jared on last week. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people are listening to this. It's 10 days ago. Yeah. Okay, we had Jared on ten days ago. Try right. in the future. In the future, yeah, we're recording all these in advance. He po- he posted a picture of the Marvel bullpen from nineteen ninety four on Facebook the other day. That was before my time. I know, before me too. our time. I'm like, but I'm like, well, that's only six years or seven Listen, years before I started. We're so. all young, yeah, yeah, superstars. Yeah, Jared's like an old man. Yeah, he anybody is. who listened to that episode knows that he's like he's like an oldster. I think Patrick wasn't even there. I was there. With I was after gone. you yeah. left. I was yeah. gone when Patrick yeah, showed I up. Like I came in. Uh, the, I started the well, the Monday after September 11th, basically to, really? to bring it down a little bit. Bring it down. Yeah. But as you bring it down, when you turn your head, keep Sorry. the mic with you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Move the mic with your head like that. Yeah. Yeah. That first move was like a, almost like a bobbing and weaving. Yeah. You don't have to bob and weave. I'm trying to get the stereo effect for people that you know. You know what? I'm gonna move my chair a little bit. Move so your chair have to a little turn bit. Turn his head so drastically. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff people have tuned in for, the furniture moving. Well, yeah, it's a setup, you know, yeah. everything. That's what all all the best podcasts have. All a, the a, best. a lot of like sound checks and everything, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. You want to know what o'clock yeah. people are in relation to each other? People, people really want the behind the scenes. They well, want to see I'm, the making right, so of. What know? o'clock am I at? And then I'll tell you where the o'clocks are. Um, let's see. Well, I guess you and I are at twelve and six. Yeah, and if you're twelve. Patrick's at twelve. Patrick is at nine. Nine. Yeah. I'll get out. You're six. I'm six. If I'm twelve, you're six. Yes. Now, if you're, but if you're twelve, I'm six. Patrick is three. Right. Perfect. So everybody should uh, send in your diagrams there of you what go. you think it looks like. But if I was twelve, we'll pick the best. If you were twelve, Chris would be three and I would be six or nine. I would be nine. <laughs> All right. Ages or. So this is pretty much what you expected on Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, so far. Right? Nah, well, I mean, a lot of, a bit more Tom Cruise, I, w- I would have hoped. But Now, do you know but, Tom Cruise's real name? It's uh, Map Other or Map? 
Wow. What's, that's his last Somebody that, did their research. I think we just found oh, I, I knew that one. Is that, it's right? Is this like we learned, we learned recently that it's yeah. actually pronounced Maypother. Maypother? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's one of these people that uh, needed to change their name to Thomas become famous. Thomas Cruz Maypother the fourth. There's right, the there's fourth or the third? It's the fourth, right? I don't remember. You no. tell me there's three other Tom Cruises out there? But I'm pretty sure the Harry Potter films <laughs> were named after him. <laughs> and that pronounce a special pronunciation that you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I May think Potter, and they're like, well, May. How about Harry? Yeah, he's a fourth franchise, and there have only been four Harry Potters. Yeah, so it sort of lines up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. The first one was Tobey Maguire. Yep. Andrew Garfield is yep. the second one. Um, Lou Diamond Phillips, third one. Lou Diamond Phillips, and what's Mario the Lopez. Mario Lopez. There you go. That's all four of them. It was almost going to be Russell Crowe, but it was instead Mario Lopez. Yeah. Weird casting, but I, I think yeah. it worked out for everyone in the end. You know. Well, yeah. Now, now that you brought up Russell Crowe, should we start our? Do we do our eating crow segment? We can. Hit it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is eating crow. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> it's time for Eating Crow, All right. which is a game we play. <laughs> we played this a lot. <laughs> Chris is in particular hysterics because yeah. I didn't tell him I had that queued up. Oh, okay. He didn't know that was coming. It's a special, special treat. But you did bait me. Yeah, I did. I set it up. <laughs> Eating Crow is, what Russell Crowe movie would you eat if it was a sandwich? I'd have to go with uh, Master and Commander. It's probably a little salty, you know, like it, like the sea. Yeah. All like right, that's sea. eating crow. Give us the proudest and gayest and loudest of crows that you know. And crow. That's probably the best. Uh, that's the best segment of any podcast ever. Right there. This is maybe the strongest start to the Tom Cruise <laughs> podcast we've had yet. <laughs> I worked I up those theme songs. Because I figured it would come up again. Of course. It was yeah. worth it. You worth every penny. Have, yeah. You always have it to have paid a off. Bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the movie we're talking about today is Rain Man. Definitely. 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 Definitely, I agree. Definitely, Rain Man. Definitely. Which I think most people agree is a good movie. Some might say a great movie. The Academy did. I think. The Academy. I think they did. I can. I can double check I, that. I I, I. I looked it up before. You know did the Academy agree? Yes. They you know who else agreed? My friend Jason. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah. No, Jason is an authority. So you looked it up. So what they what they win? It won. Uh, I knew, I knew Dustin Hoffman won Best Actor for it. But yeah, for sure, definitely. But uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, then it was uh, Best Picture, Best Screen. Screenplay, play, play, and uh, I don't know. All right, greatest movie ever. Now, would you say it's the greatest movie ever? No, it's close though. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, of the movies about <laughs> autistic savants, it might be one of the best. Oh no, it's probably the best yeah. autistic savant-centered <laughs> movie. Yeah. What I other? I know it's kind of cliche. What other autistic savant movies are there that they could go gun? up against? Right? Naked Gun? I would imagine. All right, so Frank Drebin versus Dustin <laughs> Hoffman. Yeah. 
No, it's Frank Drebin versus Raymond Babbitt. Dustin Hoffman wins all the battles. If it's just him, if it's just Dustin Hoffman. No, I mean, like, the character, Frank Drebin. Why would he fight? Who's autistic in the Naked Gun? Frank Drebin, I thought. I imagine. No, what about his assistant? That guy who's just following him around. You could bring something back to that Russell Crowe thing. Al? Right? Wasn't he in the the movie when he played the genius that was messed that's up? That's right. Mind. Was he a, I don't, beautiful mind. I don't was think he that's autistic, autistic savant, though. I don't know. Would he, it? He's just autistic and really, really smart. <laughs> right, which is a slight I don't know. I don't even know if he was autistic, but it's. I think it's close enough for the arc. I know his mind was really beautiful, like <laughs> yeah. smoking hot. Yeah. Super smoking hot. Yeah. The hottest mind. They should have just called they it. They totally objectified Russell Crowe's mind in that movie. Got more attention than Jennifer Connelly. I was really hoping they would have some kind of like Hannibal scene where they took off the top of his head so you could see the actual mind itself. How beautiful it yeah. was. Like a big reveal. Yeah. Like the end of Boogie it's Nights. Like, like, ooh. What if they cracked open his skull and it was just Tom Cruise's face? All right. You seem to be trying to continuously steer this back towards Tom Cruise. No, so I'm just I'll saying imagine. Look. All right. Well, that would be interesting. Let's play that. It would what be if unexpected. Scenario. Yeah. Would that be beautiful? <laughs> It'd be great That's if he question. yelled, "Show me the money." Well, he's a. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Part of the reveal. <laughs> and then Rain Man wouldn't even understand because no. he doesn't know what money. When is. When he says, "Show me the money." <laughs> He has no concept for money. No concept of money. <laughs> he can multiply any two numbers yeah, yeah. in his head instantly. Yeah. Yeah. But ask him how much a car is. $100. $100. Ask him how much a candy bar is. $100. Yeah. Definitely. That's not true. Definitely. 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 He's wrong about those things. Oh, no, you're saying Raymond is wrong about those numbers? Yes. He's getting the math wrong on that? Yes. And I now just realized what you were telling me when I made the naked gun <laughs> challenge earlier. I said Dustin Hoffman, and you were saying the character's name. Yeah. Because Dustin Hoffman plays a character in Rain Man called Raymond Babbitt. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. Yep. By the way, all all, all, <laughs> yeah. all affirmative statements must be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's what's definitely. interesting about Rain Man, the motion picture. I remember when it came out, and ever since, people use the same lines. People are talking about, they say definitely a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They say Wapner a ten, lot. Ten minutes to Wapner. But the thing he says the most is yeah. 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 Well, I noticed when that movie came out, a lot more people started saying yeah all the time. Yeah. Yeah? I think it had a very positive effect. Yeah, on that, that's what I noticed. Because yeah. yeah is a positive yeah, affirmation. Yeah, it's it's like you look in your mirror, you think, can I do this? Yeah. Do you know how many nays or nos or well, neg- that's negatives? The flip side of that yeah. coin is I don't know. I don't know. Which is the other thing he said a lot. I think more than definitely. So he's also like a philosopher then, you know. He's, you know, the, he's the a philosopher Socrates, king, I think. You know, he, yeah, Did you exactly. read this book, Raymond? I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Those That's were the two. Good. Yes. That yes. was the Alpha and the Omega of all responses. This was the first Tom Cruise movie I've ever seen in my life. In the theater. Both in or out of the theater. Where did you see it? I saw it at the Great Northern Mall. So, in a theater. In Liverpool, New York. Who were you with? This was, uh, I was, I met a, a young lady from school there. All right, sir. I, it was my first date. 
Of all times? Of all times. And you went to see Rain Man. Saw Rain Man. How does that play? It was a very good movie. <laughs> Did you they, make I think it won some Academy Awards. <laughs> right. <laughs> One Best Picture. Uh, yeah. That's definitely. Screenplay. Definitely. Yeah. I think uh, Dustin Hoffman yeah. won uh, an award. Yeah. But Tom Cruise, they got snubbed again. I think Tom Cruise had the more difficult job, really. Yeah. If you think about it. A little oh, so bit. Straight man? Uh, you play an asshole. I don't want to use uh, very... Sorry, am I allowed to say that? You can say that. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to use inappropriate language, <laughs> but the movie Tropic Thunder <laughs> oh. brings up a topic about playing... Going full R? Full R, half R, or, you know... What, yeah. You know, I think anybody... Well, I think anybody in this room could have played that part just as well as Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman's pretty amazing. He's okay. But I think basically a, a lot of people would, you know, I'm going to go see before anybody before. before anybody gets angry, that was sarcasm. Oh, no, I I was I was totally with you for a while. Sure, yeah. I'm just talking about all but the that, listeners that are ready to <laughs> to, to fire a, me. I also thought that a lot of people would would uh, base their performance now on Dustin Hoffman's performance of well, yeah, an autistic yeah. guy. He certainly, yeah. yes, I could, like, you just copy him. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. And like he, he had to make, he was the one that made yeah. it up. Well, I think what people don't pay attention to is, yeah, he's doing the voice and he's doing the the, the speaking, but it's, just like the way his head is cocked yeah. the whole time, the way he shuffles around. Doesn't make eye contact. Yeah, yeah. that's real yeah. stuff. Oh, that dance he's doing. The dance. Yeah, that dance was good. He's but a, that's that's the makeup. Charlie Babbitt. Right there. Charlie Babbitt is the one that has an actual story arc. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. the character that changes over the course of the movie. Yeah. And it's real good. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, he is. Like, I'm like, wow, this is actually a pretty yeah. good movie. It's and real did, good. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly... I guess they were real Lamborghinis at the beginning. <laughs> well, I, I, well I saw the red one, and I thought he was Sideswipe. Oh, yeah. The Autobot. The, it, but that was my first thought. Was, probably was my there first a yellow thought. one there that was Sunstreaker? Did they have a, I think there was two red ones, a black one, and a white one. I definitely remember the red one. I definitely. don't remember a yellow one. Was was, was the white, did the white one have a, a fire chief insignia? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was it? Uh, that, it's like red alert. Red red alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to remember. <laughs> I think uh, at some point this is this is the first of two toy references in this movie. The first was <laughs> a car. Yeah. And I had a car that turned into a robot. And there's another actual toy later on in the movie. I don't want to rush to it right now. Wait, wait for it to come up organically. Okay, it was Calabac. It was an action figure, Calabac from the Superpowers collection. Yeah. Did I'm you sure. catch it? I didn't yeah. catch uh, it. I would, nobody would have caught it. I'm pretty sure he was in there. Oh, I, okay. This I see is what the song that plays yeah. when we see the Lamborghinis. That is totally. the song. That is no, the that's all. Song. Like, I, every time I hear the song, I think of Lamborghinis. You think of Lamborghinis? You think of Rain Man? And, put, and both Lamborghinis and Rain Man. I think about Lamb. I told Rain I told Man Gabby in a, in a this, was, this was the epi- This was the movie we were going to discuss. She yeah. started singing this song. It's like that's the movie with that song. And I'm like, I th- I, are you sure? I, it oh, seemed yeah. wrong to me. She was right. She's right. 100 percent right. Iko Iko. By the way, what 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 was the problem the one grandma had with the other grandma? <laughs> I think they, she, she set their flag on fire. Yeah, I'm like, I think that's illegal. <laughs> that's a very good point. It's definitely not patriotic. It depends well, on the know, flag. What if it's what, what if it's Jolly Roger? Or 
Nazi flag. Is that the name of the pirate flag? Yeah, yeah, it oh, is. I, I know why she did it. Charlie Roger? It's, pi- it's pirates versus Nazis. <laughs> yeah, pirates. Oh, that's a thing. How's has nobody done that yet? <laughs> pirates versus Nazis. Uh, there was a guy. There was actually a guy with a accordion at, at thirty. I had to get off at Thirty Fourth Street. And the guy was singing like pirate songs, <laughs> like within you know. How do you know that? Song. Were they legitimate pirate songs? Oh, they, they, they were, were they songs of the sea, or were they hipster pirate songs? Well, maybe a little. Because I'm getting sick of these hipsters playing pirate music, trying to pass it off as legitimate pirate music. <sighs> Was it like I listened a, to the real pirate music when it was, you know, yeah. before everybody else found out about exactly. it. Exactly. Was okay. it like a yo-ho, yo-ho, pirate's life for me? It was a lot of that. And he had, you know, an affectation to his voice that made him sound like he could have been, you know, a, Can you a give salty, us an, an old salty sailor. Can you give us an example of this? I wish I could. Affectation? <laughs> I wish I could. Uh, but I can give it a shot. Ah, All right, let's hear it. Oh, oh. He, that's what I thought I was going to do. That's what I would was going to do. Yeah, Avasti yeah. Harties, yeah. yo ho, har, har, matey. Swab the deck. Did he say matey? Yeah, swabbies. He, he said a lot. He's, Walk the plank. He said a lot. So was it Christopher Walken as Captain Hook from Peter Pan Live? Playing Walk the, the plank. <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, is, no, is there a new segment now? Walking. Walking, walking the plank, walking walk the around. <laughs> well, there is a podcast called Talk and Walking. Uh, walk and Talk. Then we don't want to infringe. That's Kevin Pollock does it as Christopher Walken. Oh, I right. think he talks to people uh-huh. as Christopher Walken. Oh, Kevin, yeah, he does a lot of great impressions. That guy, he does. Just saw James Franco doing a Christopher Walken impression on Saturday oh. Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Like Peter <laughs> Pan Live. Yes. What is your favorite live performance on TV, Pat McGrath? Live performance. Is this a new segment? No, it's just a question. Are we live now? I mean, is there a live segment? We're recording. We're live to tape. There's a live segment. The sports count? Sure. Like one of my favorite things I ever saw was during the the 86 World Series when, you know, the guy, the fan man flew in into the Mets, you know. The fan man, yeah, the fan guy man. with the guy with the fan on the back, like he flew in, like like basically uh, these days, like he would be shot out of the sky. Well, sure, he'd be <laughs> a terrorist, you know? but like yeah, but he just flew in. He was a Mets fan. He flew right in, into Shay. Okay, explain this fan yeah. on his back, like I, a jetpack. He had a parachute and a fan, like like what kind of fan? Like propelling him. Was like he? A, like was a desk he? But was he a fan of the turns? Team? Yeah, he was a Mets fan, so and I, a, I remember so him. Like, double I remember fan. he went down, and like they took him out. They took him out through the dugout, and he high fives some players. It was like it was crazy. Look, I'm, so it's, it's a, a real Mets thing. fan. Yeah, with an oscillating fan on his back. Yes. Oscillating? I don't know. It's probably he, fixed he might have been off, uh, oscillating. I don't know. What, the what was the fan was. plugged into? Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere down in his nether regions. <laughs> His I, bl- I believe is the Im- implication here. His, I don't know. I was, but my memory might be off on that a little bit, but I'm pretty sure he did have a fan. I think he just had a really long extension cord. <laughs> it's possible. He, he did parachute from, into from it. his I, house. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up while you guys talk about fans. Well, you're saying there's 1986. Fan I don't know fan? how I don't know about this because that was right when I was actually watching baseball yeah. all the time. This was this was a World Series game. I feel game like it was like game game six. I feel like it would have been the beginning. It's every it was the very game, beginning of like every game ever referenced at the World Series is, is always game six. Well, game six is the pivotal game. Is that the one with <laughs> Bill Buckner? 
Yeah, game six is the Bill Buckner one. Is that the second spitter? <laughs> no, no, Bill Buckner. Bill Buck- the ball went through his leg. The second spitter was Roger. Oh yeah. no, that was long <laughs> afterwards. That was the, yeah. that was the Reds, the that Boston like, Red Sox, right? Uh, no, they were they were playing the Phillies okay. that day. That's why. And uh, I think yeah, it was and and Keith Hernandez made a, a an error and they lost the game. And it's like nice game, pretty boy. Hey, pretty boy. <laughs> nice game. And and I, I always love this. Like the it was Roger McDowell ended up was the actual yeah. spitter. This is the second episode where Seinfeld comes up. It's almost like that show is hugely famous. Oh, by the way, uh, Pollock, you brought Kevin Pollock, right? Wasn't that's another Tom Cruise? That's right. He's in. Uh, you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth with Tom Cruise. That's right. He was. That movie's coming up. I don't know if you guys can handle it. I right, we're gonna find out. All right, I'm just gonna describe this. There's a pitch. Uh, here comes a guy on a parachute with a flag <laughs> that says "Go oh, okay. Mets." Does he not have a fan on his back? I'm not seeing a fan. He I'm just parachuted in a okay. backpack. The jetpack. Great landing. Like yeah. this guy just landed and ran, and then like some umps came over, and they're taking him off the field. He does not have a fan on. It's a it parachute. Does, <laughs> does, what is this? Thing? Did this thing say "Fan Man" on it or something? It just said "Go Mets." Like whatever. Okay. His, his Maybe that man is a fan. Yeah, I bet he is a fan, but he, right. does, he does high-five the he players. He just gave somebody, a, he gave somebody <laughs> the bullpen five, cuts Keith Hernandez yeah. with his glamorous I'm pretty mustache. Sure Keith, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's how it happened, folks. So th- yeah, that, I saw that you know when I was nine years old or whatever. So that was Whose mustache will win in a fight? Oh, good question. Let's Keith Hernandez, Burt Reynolds, or Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck. Well, Keith Hernandez has shaved his. In the last few You're years. saying in their prime. In their prime. In the yeah. prime. Mustaches in their prime. Kind of like in, in Rocky Balboa when they're like, all right, Rocky in his prime versus this new fighter. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the simulation's doing, got yeah. people talking. Yeah, let's do a CGI we're simulation. We're doing a simulation. Although I think in their prime was like, they were, they're all kind of peers. I, I feel like Selleck is probably one of the most. Yeah, I think Selleck. I mean, yeah. I love Keith Hernandez. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, Selleck, that's like some dense, dense. Uh, facial hair. Yeah. You know, lip hair. I agree with Selleck. Now, does Tom Skerritt even have a chance? I don't even know who that is, so I guess no. That's if, a shame. If because he had you, an excellent mustache, I would know about you it, You should right? know who Tom Skerritt is because we watched a movie called Top Gun. All right. Is he Goose? No, that's, that's Anthony Goose. Edwards, right? He's the teacher, the Anthony, main teacher. No, yeah. Oh, okay. Anthony Edwards is Goose, right? He's Anthony the gander. Yeah, he's the gander. Is he, <laughs> he's, he's Viper? Iceman? Yes. He's not Iceman. Tom Skerritt is Viper. Viper. That's a good mustache. Yeah, but it's no... It's no. It's not, it can't, he can't, can't compete. hang with Tom What Solid. about Doug Henning? No, come on. All right. Okay, what about... All right, I get it. He's like he's like the comedic buffoonish sidekick. Doug Henning? Yeah. He's like a magician. He's right? a magician, yeah. Yeah. You can't even trust if it's a real mustache. What about the guy... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's true. <laughs> What about the guy <laughs> you from can't trust that. Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Not Crosby? Crosby. How about that mustache? <laughs> that's 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 pretty. That's cheap. like a walrus mustache. Yeah. Well, See, if you go like uh, Wilford Brimley. Oh, that might win them all. Well, the brim? Honorable mention oh, for sure. How about Wait, the he, brim? I think he might have had to amputate his mustache. I'm not sure. <laughs> when he had the diabetes? <laughs> no, I think he's talking about when he got infected in the, in the movie The Thing. That too. Or the the thing. I I just watched the thing like recently, two weeks ago. Is this like, the thing segment? Is yeah. it clobbering time? I think it's clobbering time. Clobbering time. Dude. Give us a theme song. All right. Hit it. 
bitch. My name is the thing, <laughs> and I'm here <laughs> to say <laughs> it's clobbering time every day. All right, what is there this segment? We talk about the thing. I've never seen it. All right, John so Carpenter's the thing. John never Carpenter's seen it. the thing. It's actually a really good. Wilford Brimley's in it. He starts. He's eating oatmeal yeah. like nonstop. He's just like <laughs> pounding. It. Is he really? Then he stops eating it, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" He's Wilford, how come that why he's the oatmeal guy? Can I finish? All right, Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> the only man to ever ask if he could finish something. That's why he's famous. Hey, Ross Perot, are you going to finish? So then he stops eating the oatmeal, and everybody, Kurt Russell. Can I ask you a question? What kind of oatmeal was this? Quaker? Quaker. Quaker. Is that what what he was? That was his thing, right? He was a spokesperson for Quaker Oats. Right. You're saying it came from this movie, The Thing? Yeah, no, it totally did. It totally did. That's what what got him, put him on the map. Was it plain oatmeal? That's why he's famous. Did he put, like, sugar or fruit in it? Although it was kind of counterproductive. They shouldn't have made The Thing be Well, Quaker instant oatmeal comes with... He's going instant. He didn't go slow cook on a stovetop. I think at the time. I it, think it was kind of a they makeup. Were, they were pushing the instant. Yeah. And by the way, you can get instant oatmeal that's plain, and then you add your own sugar. Yeah, to it. but you know, raisins and spice. It has the raisins in there already. Only if you get it that way. Apples and cinnamon. It's got the apple bits in there already. I go plain and dress it up myself. Sometimes I'll take some Nesquik. That is something for you to there. bring up with Wilford Brimley when you see him. Yeah, why? He the would octagon. be against the Nesquik because that's diabetes. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to assume he was eating some pretty sugary oatmeal at that time. I actually think sales, and it took a dip because they made the thing monster actually out of oatmeal. That was probably well, not Well, I think they, they made the deal assuming that the thing was going to be the thing from the Fantastic Four, the clobbering time yeah. thing. Yeah. So it'd be like. But it wasn't. So they kind of felt like they, they were. Uh, then they got this oatmeal monster. Bamboozled. They didn't switch on it. Bamboozled, yeah. hoodwinked. So that's why Wilford yes. Brimley had to sign up, and I don't think he even got paid for those commercials. It was kind of like a, you know, a legal thing. Yeah, he had to yeah. kind of like In really fact, try he had to make the hard sell to get you know over the whole. He had to give monster. He had to give back like half of the lifetime supply of oatmeal that they had given him as part of the comp deal. So he gave it back to Quaker. Yeah. Huh. That's the saddest part. And he had and it is the saddest part. He'd signed every packet and box. So there, there. So are, Quaker made a killing. But is it possible that, that you could probably get them on eBay right now? Oh, okay, so they were out. They weren't like buried like those ET cartridges. Oh no 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 no! Okay. They were so they were signed. They were there's collector collectors mer, uh, memorabilia. Collectors like, market. Is market. That the word you were yeah. looking for. You've been to the cons. You haven't seen the guy at the at the table at the Quaker Oats. I've well, seen a lot con, of Wilford yeah, Brimley yeah. cosplay, yeah, but yeah, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen him at any of the shows. I'm usually just, just at getting, the table working. I don't get a chance to walk around so much. Oh okay. Well. So I've missed out on. I got next time I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, you gotta find it. He's. I think he's next to like the. So he signed all the individual packets or a box of a both. packet of six. There was like I think the boxes had eight. I could be wrong. He's in. He's in between the like the adult film actresses and Lou Ferrigno. That's where you. That's where you find when the when he, when, like that's where they put him every time. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I think different conventions kind of like they have different configurations. To, yeah, to sometimes I've only been to New York, really. So. Right. Well, sometimes the you know he'll be closer to Artist Alley. Okay. Other, and other times well, he's like with all the rest of the celebrities, on the other end of the building, different floor. But I heard I heard he's really down to earth. He like wants to be with like you know the Artist Alley. He's like I'm not like those other celebrities. Oh, he's definitely down to earth. Yeah. You're saying he's salt of the earth. He never smiles. He's oats of the earth. Well, he does, but he, you can't tell under that mustache. He fits in perfect. In under that mustache, show. you can't see the smile. Oh, well, you can't. 
You got to wear your x-ray specs, it's true. brother. Did you guys ever watch that show he was on with Shannon Dougherty before she was on 90210? Is that Our a House? Little yes. House on the Prairie? Our House. <laughs> wow. I'm awesome. McGrath is on it. <laughs> Our House. Our House. I've never seen Speaking it. Speaking of, yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, yeah. and Young, full circle. Is this the Our House hour? Yeah, this is the Our House. We're, For the we're next doing hour. a new segment yeah. for a whole Apparently. hour. <laughs> for the next, next hour. Within the hour of cruising together. For the next hour, we will be talking about the TV show Our House with Wilfred Brimley oh, yeah. and Shannon Doherty, and I don't remember who else. Bringing the Brimley. That's you that's going to be your show. Bringing the Brimley. Bringing the Brimley. <laughs> Bringing brims. <laughs> to what the about brim. fill it to the right, Brimley? Fill it to the Brimley. <laughs> yeah, fill it to the Brimley. The only request is that well, I... Well, to, to bring it back, Tom Cruise was in Cocoon, too, right? Yeah, he was okay. a star. He was the that white alien that came out of the okay. out of the rock. I thought I thought he was I thought he was playing Steve Wooten. Right? Tom Cruise was in the rock too, right? With which one? The one with with Nicolas Cage and yeah. Sean Connery? Yeah. Welcome to the rock. Yeah. Losers always talk about their best. That one? Yeah. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. Stand down. I remember that part. He's like stand I, down. I remember the part where he's like, "Are you ready to escape this place with me?" <laughs> yeah. Lead the way. You're the only one who knows how to do it. What's the movie with Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock? Speaking of rocks. Mm. Is that like he's like a spy? Something. It's sort of like The Rock, but they pick two different dudes. to Like older white dude and younger hip dude. I think that's Thor. I think you're right. I think it's Thor. Chris Rock plays Heimdall. Yeah. And that got everyone upset because they're like, he's too funny to be Heimdall. Yeah. Heimdall's very stoic. Super serious. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Thor. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah, well, when when Chris Chris Lock uh, Chris Rock played Chris uh, Lockwood, Chris Chris Lockwood, <laughs> yeah, Chris Lockwood, yeah, yeah, um, that's you know Chris Rock's you know real name. Like <laughs> he's that's the map map Maybother Maypother. I actually want to look and see if there's somebody named Chris Lockwood. <laughs> I don't even just know. in the world. Just look up his ID, IMDb. <laughs> I was just saying, like Chris Rock got a lot of preps for uh, props preps. for playing. <laughs> yeah, uh, got some preps for playing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lex Luthor in that show, like you know, that British show. About oh yes, Luther, you know, Luther, the show about Lex Luthor. It's it's a British show. There's a singer songwriter named Chris Lockwood. Is he a country music singer? Yeah. <laughs> How did I know that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a pretty good best. You know you why? Know? Yeah, because the name Lockwood could only be a country music singer. What are you talking about, man? It combines two things that country people love: yeah. wood. And, and locks. locks. Yeah, people, they... Locks like the smoked salmon like that you put on a bagel? No, I didn't say he was Jewish. At this point, it's practically cliche. Country music and locks? Locks and, and wood. Yeah. I'm talking about like 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 locking Loggins up your stuff. Messina. Like lock up your truck, you know, yeah. or unlock your truck. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's why, like, because you can use it. And what both do you ways. put in the back you can of your use pickup? It to lock and unlock. What they do you fill the back of your pickup truck with? Lumber. What would I oh, fill I was it up say with? Smoked oh, salmon. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, but again, you know, you got to start the Quaker oats. Yeah, Quaker oats. Call that very ethnocentric of you. Is that the right word? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Well, I hear locks. I think know, I'll one tell you thing. what. Tell you what. Apologies. Quaker oats. Quaker oats. <laughs> You just accept an apology that was never given? You said I'm sorry. Did I? Rewind it. I'm not sorry. Uh, well, a 
then in that case, I don't accept your apology. There's no apology to accept. I was surprised too, but I, it's I w- apparently I w- it's, it was recorded. Well, my my foley work is uncanny, right? What exactly? Nick Foley, mankind. Is this the mankind a, moment? Matt Foley. <laughs> this is the Matt. The this Matt, is the mankind the moment. Matt kind. Every moment. episode so far, we've had a mankind moment. This is the first time I've called it out. You said that you were great at foley, right? Axel Foley. And that's our mankind mo- moment. Moment. Moldman. Mole man. The mankind mole man. Famous enemy of the thing and the Fantastic Four, but not John Carpenter's The Thing. How about and we take a break, unscramble all our tongues so we can finally say words right? Matt Foley. I might have a drink a of water. down by the river. <laughs> that's the ultimate Foley. That is the ultimate Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on that note, we'll be right back. It is definitely time to take a break. Definitely, definitely. It is definitely time to talk about the website and things of that nature. Definitely time to talk about HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. Definitely. You definitely find the archive of all of our past episodes. Definitely. And you can definitely download all of them and new ones subscribing to them on iTunes. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> Uh-oh. Also at the website. Yeah. I want to go back to the website. Yeah. And say that you can donate to the show and you can email us. I don't know. Through the website. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cruising at HatterEntertainment.com. We're going to get to an email in a second. But you're right. iTunes, you can leave a review. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. What if somebody writes four stars? Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Three stars. Uh-oh. Counting stars. Counting stars. We want five. Five stars. And you can leave a review. Definitely real. five. You can write the word real. You can write the word fun. You can write the word inspiring. Or? Definitely. Definitely. That'd be great. That'd be terrific. The more subscribers, the more reviews, the more people will hear about this show, the more people will be listening to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you want to do emails first or plugs first? Email. All right. Here is an email from Stephen M. It says Stephen M. Stephen M. Dear Beagle, because it rhymes with Sheagle, and G Man, duh. Then this little arrow says call signs. So this is in reference to our Top Gun episode. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I like the, it. the fact that we didn't call you G Man as your call sign is uh, shame on us. What did we call? I don't think we ever came to any conclusions. What did we call? We called signs. <laughs> All right. Continuing. So, the, continue on. Continuing. Beagle. I'm writing today to inform you of an impending legal action on my behalf. I was listening to your latest episode this morning featuring Top Gun. Approaching the plug segment. Hey, that's what we're doing right now. Commercial we're, break. We are in it. While at the... Now listen. I know this is the plug segment, but I'm going to leave out the name of this company. Okay. While at the blank drive through What's the name of the company? I what just received my hot coffee and sausage, egg, and cheese restaurant item when I was alerted via my car speakers that you guys were coming in hot. Whoa. Your words buzzed me so fast and loudly that my coffee spilled in my lap. Goodness gracious, I exclaimed. <laughs> Needless to say, it's a mess down there. My metal expenses continue to accrue, but I've been advised by my counsel that approaching 
Unnamed food establishment. Unnamed food establishment. I can't imagine who it might be. In court, due to the temperature of the beverage, is fruitless as there is already legal precedent on the books. Thusly, I blame you. Consider yourself served. Sincerely, Stephen M. We just got served. We got served, but as in any good tennis match, we can return. Boom. We can return. Hit it back. Hit it back. Right down the line. Ace that mofo. Well, to ace means you serve. So here's my thing. And with, don't get a return. Here's, my, here's my, my retort to his case. I'd love to hear this. Because right now, I'm a little bit nervous. Your words buzz me so fast and loudly. Loudly. Oh. Like we're the ones in control of how loud his volume knob goes. The only thing we're in control of is cruise control. Yeah. That's not volume, bro. Case dismissed? Yeah. Blame it on your listening device. Why don't you sue Apple or your vehicle? Whoever manufactured the vehicle you were in your restaurant drive-thru. Some people, right? That said, thank you for the call signs. Excellent. I mean, I'll take Beagle. Why Beagle over Eagle? I don't know. Eagles fly. That's correct. But But Snoopy's a Beagle. Snoopy's a cartoon character. You're a cartoonist. And Snoopy would become World War One flying ace. Snoopy flies. I guess that's settled. Got it all figured out. Thank you, Stephen, for your letter. It wasn't hard to connect those dots. It all makes sense. Yeah. G-Man, he can fly. He's a superhero. And it says, duh, in the email. Yeah. Now I, f- I feel dumb for having repeated something so obvious. But speaking of G-Man, ChrisGComics.com is my website. You can see all the information you need about G-Man graphic novels, the G-Man Super Journal, and an ongoing weekly feature, G-Man Web Comics. Yeah, those are good. Those are good web comics. Now, what if I want to read Picks One Weirdest Weekend? You can read the superhero f- fairy princess situation awesome book for young readers. You can go to PixComic.com, read the first chapter for free. You can buy the book there or at your local comic shop or on the internet. Go to HatterEntertainment.com for more stuff about what I'm doing, including my other podcast, Stuff Said. And with respect to picks, if you go to the website, PixComic.com slash store, and punch in the coupon code. Yeah, I'm bringing the coupon code back. Oh, it's time. Rain Man. All one word. Okay, I type that in. What happens? What kind 20, of deal? 20%. You can't. <laughs> Man. You just don't even care if you make any profit. Two more bits of business. Pat Take McGrath, advantage of that deal, folks. Pat McGrath was our guest. He gave us nothing to plug, so we're just going to say he was a great guest. He's a great guy. He's funny. I like him. And the last bit of business is today is April 30th. In two days, you, me, Smitty, Jacob, and Jason Howard will all be in North Carolina at Free Comic Book Day at, at Acme Comics in Greensboro, North Carolina. Huh, what do you think of that, Stephen M.? Any of you guys listening within driving distance should come because something else we're doing is a live recording of Cruising Together with an audience. Cruising Together Live. Go to acmecomics.com for links to their Free Comic Book Day stuff, and you'll learn all about that. What's the movie we're going to be doing live well, it'll tell people how far ahead we are recording. So? 
Mission Impossible 2. Our mission, if we choose to accept it, is a live recording. So, so watch that movie. Yeah. And uh, you have two days. Come along. Your mission, if you choose to accept it. Come along for the ride and cruise with us. Cruise with us, baby. Uh, Speaking of cruising, I'm an excellent driver, and we should get back on the road. Yeah. We're back. Ready for round two. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. Catch me drive slow on the driveway. There's only 28 miles on the odometer since I drove it a week ago last Saturday. It should be more than 28 miles. What is this? Who is this guy? Raymond is your brother. My brother? I, I don't have a brother. Yes, you do have a brother. <laughs> Red Lamborghini. Oh, th- I, th- I totally made mention of I wrote this song in my notes. This song is in it. In the movie. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. You know how to drive? Yeah. Raymond! 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 You never, never touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Of course, I don't have my underwear. What? I don't remember this song. It, it, it's oh. when they're pulling into Vegas. It's like they're playing oh. Classic Vegas music. You're using Raymond. You're using me. You use everybody. I'm using Raymond. 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 Am I using you? Am I using you, Raymond? Yeah. Shut up. He is answering a question from a half hour ago. <laughs> yeah. But... Hot water burn, baby. Hot water. <laughs> This trailer is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Uh-huh. It's what happened this past week? Dance with Charlie Babbitt. It's like they didn't know how to make the trailer. No, I think they did. This trailer tells you nothing about the movie. Well, it tells you he's got a brother you didn't know about. Wet. Wet. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. In a Barry Levinson film. I like having you for my brother. I'm an excellent driver. It's a total spoiler. spoiler. You know that br- I went into this movie when I first saw it. I didn't. I went in cold. I didn't know anything about it. I don't even think I knew who Tom Cruise was. And before the movie, there was one of the one of another girl from school was like hanging out front, was talking all about, oh Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. And I'm like, that's a spoiler right there. That was a spoiler. But uh, yeah. So to me, I was legitimately surprised was to find out like, oh, this guy's his brother. I didn't know that's what the movie was about. Right. So, what's the age difference there? In the brothers? I, I, I mean, I know they said like he was Charlie Babbitt was born in. Like, I think he was eighteen when he so sixteen years. So difference. Yeah, because he was like a sixteen year, sixteen or seventeen when Hot Water Burn Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I actually have a question about the timeline on this thing because. We might be not completely right. No, he yeah. remembers. It's, it's well, I also think about the uh, the actors' right. ages and like what their actual the differences in their ages is, and the fact that Tom Cruise still plays pretty much characters that are pretty close to the same age as Charlie well, Babbitt. Yeah, because he still looks like that. He so, looks maybe. It's, it's, he, he look. He could be his older. He could be Charlie Babbitt's older brother now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Wait, both it, both actors are still alive. Yeah. So yeah. should there or should there not be a sequel? Of course, oh, there should. I have an idea for a sequel. 
What's the idea? What? Don't, don't you have a segment? For sequelitis? I don't oh, is it, you want to include this in your top toms? No, well, I don't think this would be Tom. I think he wants to take cruise control. Cruise control. Right. Is that, is that a sequel? This is a story about control. Cruise. And this time I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> Pat McGrath, you are in cruise control. All right. Which is the segment where you say what you would do different, what you would change. It seems like you would not necessarily change anything, but you you want a sequel. No, I've got the... I got a great idea for a sequel. Let's hear I've it. Ta- I've talked to you are in control. I've got What's the sequel all about? Uh, it's twenty years into the future. All right. And Char- Charlie Babbitt's gone back to the dark side. He's, uh-huh. you know, used his uh, Lamborghini skills. <laughs> and he's brought them to become a. <laughs> he's a Lex Luthor type individual now, because he's been able to harness the abilities of. All the world's idiot savants, and he's gathered them together, and <laughs> that's it. in a rain, rain man Babbitt. He, he's he's expired, but he's able to save him as a computer program. So now he's a, like an artificial intelligence that is like coordinating all of the other, and he's just it's total world domination. So is he a computer who's capable of counting cards? Yes, that computer. Would That's be able amazing. To count cards. So here's my question: Do you He's have an a name idiot for the computer sequel? savant? Because I have a Rain suggestion. Men. Interesting. I was going to go with <laughs> Rain Man Two, Torrential Rain. Well, my sequel, the name for my sequel is going to be Rain Dancers, because <laughs> of all the dancing. Because they do the dance. He teaches them how to That's dance. True. Then you know he at the end of the movie, we see he's oh I'm going to come come visit you in two weeks. How many days is that, Raymond? He knows them all. He, he knows, knows hours he to knows, the minute. He knows all the days. Yeah. All 14 of them. He knows them by name. So so I'm thinking in the sequel, it's kind of like the same thing happens. I so think he, they get together and they keep they continue yeah. their dance lessons. He still learns more from the computer program. And he repeats it over and over. And that's what dance is. It's just nothing but muscle memory, repetition. And he trains like you wouldn't believe. So now, so now today, they'd probably wind up on Dancing with the Stars together. No, you're probably right because they I are celebrities. Yeah. That's Lex Luthor's ultimate goal. I know that. So, so that's your cruise control. Is you would make this other sequel, Rain Dancers. Oh, you know, I was trying to mix both of them together. Maybe that wasn't. Well, I, I wasn't mean, following you on that one. Maybe th- sorry about that. That's what brainstorming is, though. You okay, know, we're just you don't say I, no. I was anything. trying to mix the dancers in with the evil, which. But the name of your it, movie it, it, was it what? would be ambitious. But if we pulled it off. The best He's calling ever. his movie Rain Men. <laughs> Rain Men. You're calling yours Rain Dancers. How about It's Raining Men? I already know about <laughs> what song would be in that movie. That's pretty good. I know about it. My cruise control would just be more Susanna. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, taking advantage of autistic people. <laughs> she wasn't taking... She cared about... She was like the voice of reason. Oh, it's so easy for everyone to point fingers... You're taking advantage of Raymond. Oh, no, you're taking advantage of Raymond. She was there to help. She was trying to talk talk, Charlie Babbitt out of this harebrained scheme. Yeah, and guess she, what? She ran away, though. He didn't need her to talk him out of it because he bonded with his brother. And he didn't even know that he had a brother. He didn't even know. But my my change would be that. And this addresses something else. This is a question I have mm-hmm. that could affect the change. 
So there's a timeline question. Charlie Babbitt remembers the Rain Man, in quotes, singing to him whenever there was a problem. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, Raymond Babbitt left when he was like two years old. That's what I know. It's right. A, it's a ghost memory. I have memories. a great memory. Uh-huh. I remember barely anything from when I was two. I do remember things from about two. Now, two-year-olds can talk, right? Yes, yes they can. He, he would have been able to say he, Rain, Rain Man. That's but, what it was. But he couldn't say Raymond. I challenge that. That's what I call BS on. You tell me you can't say, hello, my brother Raymond. But he didn't say, he didn't say. No, it's not that he couldn't say it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but oh. he didn't call him Rain Man. He said Rain Man was an imaginary friend that yeah, used to sing what, to him. Yeah, that's what he's like. Yeah. Because, okay, yeah. Nobody has imaginary friends when they're two. You don't have an imagination when well, you're Well, maybe, I, I think, I, I'll, <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend this. <laughs> okay. Because maybe, you know, when he's two and a half, he still remembers. Two, three, he still remembers. And then it's like a memory of a memory thing. Like, wait, did that happen? Yeah. And no, maybe he starts imagining, like, oh, Rain Man, come sing to me. And maybe he becomes imaginary at that point. Like, if he has any return appearances, it's all in his mind. Yeah. And mm. it's not that he couldn't say his name. It's like kids think names are other things. He thinks the name actually is Rain Man. Right. Because he knows these are two concepts yeah. together that, you know, so get serious there. For and, he, and Dustin Hoffman can, can uh, he does that dance and it makes it rain. Yeah. That's U- all true. Ultimately, it, that's, it all comes anyway. together. That would be my – those would be my changes. More Clean rain? Clean up that timeline. Make More. it clearer. I think it's clear and enough. More, and more you Susanna lose this and round her awesome accent. Control. But the weather more cloudy. Yeah. For more, more Susanna rain. and her more awesome rain. hair <laughs> and awesome accent. And, and more, like, glimpses. Because the shirt the glimpses are fine. <laughs> more man. Could, could yeah. have had more. more. I have no man. problem with glimpses. More rain and more man. We got it. More of everything. All right, back to the, back to the conversation we were having. Well, what Brimley? were we having? I thought that, wait, I thought we had the break so we wouldn't be talking about Wilford Brimley. <laughs> you brought up Wilford Brimley. <laughs> You're right, I did. Yeah. Well, how about what's your top toms? Go right into this. Go right in segment after segment. Top toms. This is the top toms theme. All right, Chris, you were so eager to go top toms. Yeah. Start us off. All right, I'm going to say that this movie was very difficult to pick a top tom because unlike all the other movies, this movie's almost perfect. It's really it's good. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's so good, and so Definitely. nothing really sticks out. Definitely. Definitely. There's no, like, particularly bad moments. There's no particularly, like, like when every moment is perfect. Like, when every moment's great, then nothing's great. Sure. I mean, it does have a, what is now becoming a patented Tom Cruise freak out. Yeah. Which freak out? The big one is when the, the underwear, and he gets out of the car and just starts yelling in the middle of the street. I'd call that his biggest. We had the very, I just, he, he was so Tom Cruise the, from the very start with the selling, the, the things, and he's like, hits the table. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things. Yeah. Tom kicks desk. Yeah. It's the first top <laughs> oh, Tom and I, I wrote. Oh, when the guy's on the phone. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Like, no, and he had, he had the Jerry McFarlane. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry McFarlane. On. Jerry McFarlane. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Who's Jerry McFarlane? He's my, he's, he's my brother that okay. I don't know about. <laughs> and one of the reasons you don't know about him is because you have different last names. Yeah. They made it really hard to find him. That's true. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. They shouldn't have called this guy Raymond Babbitt. I, I still got to talk to my parents about that. Get on that. Yeah. Let's call him right now. All right. <laughs> 
line one. <laughs> See, I thought his freak out was when uh, he he goes out into the desert. I think they're in the diner, and he gets the call, and he goes outside, and he just because he That's just right, finds yeah, out. He, gets, he just walks off to the, the desert, just and screams, and he screams, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> that was That's right. First, he's that like was kicking great. loose stones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I liked that. That is a good. Well, that's, that's like a good when time he Priest freak out. when he told the the business went all the way through it. Right, went. They took all. They had to get rid of all the cars, and they're like eighty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, everything's falling apart. Yeah, he was bad at Lamborghinis. But it wasn't the best fo- best phone booth scene though. In the movie. Yeah, the best phone booth scene is when they're in the phone booth together and Raymond farts. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> you and your toilet humor. Yeah. It's so funny. I knew all right, keep going. I knew you would love that. It was funny. Well, it wouldn't oh, be Tom. Man. It wouldn't be Tom Cruise without a, a fart joke. Wouldn't that's his patent? He's patented <laughs> known for fart jokes. Are you having trouble reading your own writing, Chris? Yes. Well, <laughs> one of the best lines was from is in the trailer. He's, he's just like he's answering a question <laughs> from half an hour ago. <laughs> there are some. There's another good yeah. line because he keeps uh, Dustin Hoffman, Raymond. Yeah, keeps saying I'm an excellent driver. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I, he lets me drive on this driveway with slow, slow on the driveway. And Tom and Tom Cruise says, you know, if you do good tonight, because they're, they're just about to do their Vegas scheme. He says, if you do well, you can drive wherever you want, <laughs> as slow as you want. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was great. But I think the, my top Tom moment is at the end when they're they're talking to the two different doctors. Yeah. And he's sitting there. He's just so super defensive. Like every totally. little thing yeah, they say, yeah, yeah. He, t- he gets like so amped up. I thought that was great. All right, those, those doctors were kind of being dicks though, too. That was all the part you know, they, they kind of like, weren't like yeah, they, they were, were couldn't be more diplomatic and and genuinely have Raymond's best interest in mind. And Tom just freaking out like every. I don't know. No, you don't understand. I've come further with him in seven days than you have in twenty years. Man. That's. Was that a clip from them? That's I think that was. That, that was that was a straight up clip. I ran your it on mic YouTube. went out, right? So my top toms, it's a it's a <laughs> my top tom is a is an exercise in f- framing and subtlety. So at the beginning of the movie, before we even meet Raymond, Tom Cruise is getting the will read to him, and he's told that he gets the car, and he gets the roses. Yeah, what's up with the rose bushes? Well, I didn't get the three million dollars, but I got the rose bushes, so that's something. He says, "I get the rose bushes." <laughs> I got. I, I definitely. I definitely I got the rose bushes. <laughs> he says it just like that. And in hindsight, having seen the movie, he's like, "Oh, that's great." He says, "Definitely." He definitely. does say, "Definitely." Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. And then at the you end, you can tell of the, the brothers. Movie, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the movie, after the doctors are there and they're asking the questions, at one point they ask him a question. He just goes, "I don't know." Like in that very again, it's super tiny. It's maybe oh, not even man. intentional. That's great. But I thought it was so oh, good it had to be intentional. I don't know if that was structured that know. way to be, but it was just it was a nice framing element to show that these guys there was that thread between them i know they were agitating raymond at the end though that's the only thing like do you want to do you want to stay with charlie or do you want to go no it was definitely they were definitely pushing buttons now who's saying definitely yeah yeah yeah, but that led to the great moment where he goes you know are you not gonna ask me any more questions and then he rests his head on him it's pretty great but yeah that's i'm calling that my top tom those those two scenes Working as a framing element to his arc, Charlie Excellent. Babbitt art, arc, yes, art arc. I kind of liked it when he had he stopped in the middle of nowhere, Midwest, and like had to go to the family that was watching. That TV. was great. 
like, when he pretends to be like, a Nielsen guy. Nielsen, yeah. I'm like, wow. That, that's where Calabac makes his appearance. That's right. That is where that is. That is where that is. Yeah. You said you didn't remember it. Now I did. You just sparked the memory. Oh. Yeah. That, that was one of like the two different others. He manipulate. He says something. Uh, He's from the Nielsen people. Yeah, he yeah. says that, but the early, just to get to figure out who the trustee is. What is it? He goes to the bank. That's right. He goes to the bank. And he says something else. You know, it's like, wow, this is a. He's like a, a kind of like a con artist a little bit. Oh, he's almost, almost like a guy who wheels and deals Lamborghinis for a living. Yeah, he's a total con artist, and I think the last his like last well, that's con part of like he was yeah is at the casino. Yeah, where they pull him in, and he's like fully Tom Cruise smiles. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Is this how you treat your customers? Someone has a good day. <laughs> right. You treat them like a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not until after they leave when Susanna comes back. That he, he starts to humanize it a little bit more, slow and steady. Then they get to Los Angeles, and then everything sort of goes. Susanna comes back before they pull him aside. He yeah, says, just before, you yeah. go hang out with Raymond yes. over here. And that's where they have their moment in the elevator. Make Which, up scene. Let's get out of that's Top Toms. Are we done with Top Toms? I, I'm, I've, I've gotten all out everything that I, I, I got. this whole movie uh, could be a Top Tom. Top is it? But. So we all saw this movie when we were younger. Is that part on it? Yeah. So we all saw this movie when we were younger. Are there things that you remember differently that, like, as you rewatched it, you thought, oh, yeah? Because I seem to remember the fire alarm thing and the. The reveal that he was Rain Man as all being in the same scene. And I remember the reveal of him being Rain Man being a much bigger deal. It felt bigger when I saw it the first time. Or maybe because people talked about it. In this movie, it's super subtle. He's like, Hot you're Rain Man? Baby. And that's it. They just move on. They sing the song a little bit and it's over. Anything else? Anybody else remember th- certain things? Nothing surprised me. Like that, that I, I remembered wrong from the first time around. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, yeah. I think I actually did see it just again like five, six years ago. So. Okay. So you're you're fresher yeah. with well, it. I'm a little bit fresher with that. But, but I, I mean, was, but the only thing it, it did remember, like, oh yeah, this actually was a really really I good. I was movie. curious <laughs> to see if I would like it. Right. Because you know, like, okay, that was a great movie, but all these other movies we've had, see that we've seen so far, you know, I. Not the best movies in the world. Good. So, but this, again, I, I thought, wow, this was fantastic. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was just, well, that's because I saw it when I was 14. And so, like, anything from when you're a kid is better than... Well, what's uh, interesting is... But I, but then so I can see things now, and they don't hold up. Well, that's what's interesting. So this movie's Barry Levinson, Dustin Hoffman, like, guys that make good yeah. movies. But then he also did The Color of Money with Paul Newman and Martin Scorsese, and that movie was not... That good. How dare you? I dare. It's not the worst movie we've seen. I okay, still hold I that that know. is legend. It's the worst Tom Cruise movie we've seen. <laughs> Who plays the demon in that? Tim Curry. That's okay. That's what yeah. I thought. I was like Tim Curry. He's always, you know, a good demon. But yeah, I think this just has a really solid a story. How often does Tim Curry play a demon? Well, he played in it. He played on the Stephen King. The yeah, TV that version. clown. The clown. No, he played was it a Penny, clown or Pennywise. Was it a demon? It's kind of like the demon clown. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was a monster clown. Yeah, like from a different, okay. from like a, all clowns. Yeah, 
Okay, it's what like else? H.P. Lovecraft Ian type something entity. Uh, what what are the demons? Is Tim Curry played the butler in the movie Clue? Yeah, he's that, that he's a awesome. demonic butler. D- yeah, he was. Yeah. He could change time, like switch reality. Yeah, he could be like, oh, but see, then this could have happened. This could have happened. Different could endings. have been Professor Plum in the study with the broomstick. I'm, I need to uh, tune into the Tim Curry cast to learn about this. Yeah, because I don't. I did not having know a, having a curry. <laughs> <laughs> Curry in a hurry. There you go. Uh, he also <laughs> a in fury of curry. <laughs> There's a restaurant nearby here yes. called Curry in a Hurry. Now you know. Now everybody oh. knows where I live. Thanks for nothing, Chris. There's a restaurant very, very far away from where Greg Thank lives. Thank you. What, what? Thank you. Thank you. And I'm not going to tell you Thank which you. direction. Thank it's far. you. The You're farthest welcome. direction possible. Well, it, it's a in a Manhattan, not necessarily the Manhattan. Hey! In the Rocky Horror Picture Show, I believe he plays a demonic transvestite. Yes. All right. So, what I took to be a sarcastic comment, Tim Curry always plays a good demon, turns out to actually be literally a true statement. Yep. When you say a good demon, you mean like a well-intentioned demon, or he plays a demon well? well? Uh, executed well. Yeah. Yeah. The execution. Which one his, are you going with? I, I was going with executed well. Okay, that's so what I'm going to say, Patrick. And he might have actually said well. I don't know, because now I'm paraphrasing. I'm just saying, don't jump down our guest's throat in the terrible I mistake I made. I think maybe you should rewind that and play it back again. <laughs> Tim Curry plays an excellent, nice demon. He didn't say good or well. Yeah, he said excellent, nice. That was totally different than my own memory. So you're saying he plays an excellent, nice demon. He plays a, a well-intentioned demon excellently. Now explain it. I am confused myself. Yeah, was he a bad it. guy in it? Explain it. He was. I know he's a bad guy in Legend. Explain he was it. He the baddest. You know, I explain think to, it. not to be confused with Shonuff. Explain it. His intentions in his own head were nice. He thought he was Isn't that all killing the villains, children though? to keep them for himself. Which in his that is nice, yeah. If, from that point of but view, but isn't that isn't from, that what makes a great villain? villain? You know, yeah. Pat's favorite villain, Lex Luthor, who he's mentioned multiple times in this hour. Lex Luthor, his intentions are for him quite good. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's protecting the Earth from this yeah. alien menace. Yeah, like J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who also wants to protect the Earth from an alien menace? Right. Oh, Chris is going to the notebook. Yeah, well, I'm out of notes. <laughs> oh, you're out of notes? I've gone over all my notes, but I know Patrick took notes. Well, no. I don't know if there's I th- anything I think I've incorporated. I, I think I've incorporated most of them. Most of them, but which ones haven't you incorporated? LLC? Let me see. Yeah, let's see these notes. Well, no, it's the first guest to show up way, with notes. These these were a scri- uh, scribbled well, after. I would you of, say? I, I did drink last Would night, you say? So. Hastily, what were you drinking? Okay. A vodka drink, a whiskey drink, a cider drink, all of a the lager above. drink, all of the above in a blender. <laughs> My, a smoothie. Oh, drink. this is what I, I have wrote down: windmills, <laughs> windmills, oh, windmills at the beginning you, when they turn around. Past those windmills. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you wrote that down. What else did you write down in this notepad? <laughs> it's like this is already uh, a gold mine. All right, um, observations. This is natural. That is a, a green source of energy. Yeah, it is. Over twenty years ago. I have answering question from a half hour ago. No, there you go. That's uh, that's it. Oh, Those and, you... and knee bone song. Yeah. So why did you react so strongly to the knee bone song? I just thought it was weird. It was this really weird placement for the knee bone connect to the. 
head bone. <laughs> but that's the classic Vegas song. Yeah. Sung by Vegas McVegas. I stand corrected. You know what? It probably is 100% appropriate. Of course it is. And I, I, I was... In what year is this? 1988? I we, believe it is 1988. Yeah, like... Vegas was probably way scumbaggier than it is now, right? It's still pretty gross, but yes. But like, well, there wasn't like the, the case in point. That girl didn't even show up for the date. Exactly. She told him ten o'clock, and she didn't even show. And that sums up my notes. All right. We don't have a closing. Well, we didn't for, for my for the guest. <laughs> no, I don't have, I don't have for, a for the guest that's been on. I don't once. have a theme song. Just for play her. the just play <laughs> the, the 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 end the end theme of one of the other segments again. Which one? Uh, eating crow. Eating crow. Because that's, that's a new one for me. Give us the proudest and gayest and loudest of crows that you know. And crow. Worth it. Every second. Every second. Worth every second. Like this movie. This was a good movie. Is yeah. This, is definitely. Is this the tide turn? Are they going to all be good movies from this point on? Well, that can't be true. Can it? This I don't know. I haven't read it. Hit okay, I know that there's one coming up at some point that I didn't think was great. Oh, there's plenty of those. This is the movie I always turn to when when I talk about how I like Tom Cruise and people react. I always You're saying Rain Man is the movie that you turn to? It's one of them that okay. I point to. I'm like, I no, feel, he's feel an like awesome he should, actor. Like, I want to look at who else was not because he would be should be – like doesn't often one best actor was Tom Cruise even nominated? Uh, I think he might have been. That's a, that's the question. Let's yeah. check it out. I'll, I'll bet you he didn't even care. I mean, that's not a supporting actor. They're both lead actors, right? If if anything, Dustin Hoffman would be more the supporting actor in this, right? He's in it less. That's true in terms of screen time. Hold on, I'm trying to see where it shows. This information on the internet. Who, who got snubbed? Try uh, looking up Tom Cruise Oscar and com. put that in quotation marks. Tom Cruise marks. was not nominated. Plus, plus sign. S- Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was not nominated. It won Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role, Best Director, Best Writing Screenplay, di- written best director, directly for the I'm screen. Right. It was nominated for cinematography, art direction, editing, and score by Mr. Hans Zimmer. Uh, <laughs> Who's responsible for a song, You're yeah. So Cool? Do you know that song? Yeah. You're So You're Cool, so you probably think this song is about, about you. you. Yeah, that one. Yes. That's the one. It's pretty good. Yeah. It also won Golden Globes, but he was not nominated. For, Tom Cruise was not nominated for the, Golden Globe. The, the Hollywood Foreign Press? They did not. At that point, I don't think they <laughs> thought Tom Cruise was important enough. Right. Now he's that, nominated for That's what the Golden anything. Globes are, right? Yes. It's something weird. You're like, no, that's wh- it. why is he such a big deal if it's just a bunch of foreigners voting on our stuff? It's not even a bunch. I think it's like six. Yeah. Not that they have anything against foreigners. Or the bad foreigner. Or the bad foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest you yeah. check yourself on the bad foreigner. Yeah. What's there? I want to know what love is. That's them, right? I don't know. Uh, I think that's air. air that's not is that air, air supply. supply? No, I that's not. I think no, I no, no. It's, it's Bon Jovi. It's no, not it's Bon Jovi. No, no, no. It's Poison. What's wrong with you people? No, no, no. It's Motley it's, uh, Crue. Foreigner is. Uh, You're as cold as ice. Okay. You don't think they can also be? I want to nope, know what love that's is. That's the only song that they sign. 
and hot blooded. Check it and see. What kind of fever are you running? 103, baby. You better stay home from school today. Hold on. So his first Academy Award nomination was. I thought you were looking up foreigner. I am. I'm doing both at the same time. Wow. As far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, I mean, if they're here illegally, but you know, people are enticing them to be here. You know, if they're they're getting paid to do the jobs that other people aren't doing. You know. Yeah, that's true. I think. Like obviously, Americans don't want to do the job. What I'm trying to say is, like, if they're here, they're here for a reason already. So, I mean, come on. Like You're talking about the banned foreigner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they're here. They're they're here to stay. Like our love. And now, and like, if they if they uh, if you get into a car accident, right? One of them hits you. Do they have insurance, exactly. or do they not have insurance? I mean, they're foreigners. They're not necessarily. Criminals, yeah. Look, they're not. I mean, we all know that most foreigners. They're not trying to destroy our way of life. They took our jobs. The banned foreigner took your job. The banned foreigner works in the Marvel bullpen. They're responsible for compositing. Yeah, seventy percent of their books. Foreigner, (laughs) their biggest hit single. I want to know what love is. Okay, you're right. Top the UK and US charts. Foreign charts, along with US charts. Now I want to see what their other hits were, because they have other hits, Hot like a song called Double Vision. You know that one? Double Vision. That's the right? one. Yeah. All right. I knew it. <laughs> Nailed it. I know all of them. I, you had, I, think I was questioning, and then I heard the whole riff, yeah. guitar riff, and then I was like, yes, that's definitely Double Vision. That's... That's the double vision I know. Cold as ice. Yeah. You're as cold as ice. Hot blooded. Hot blooded. <laughs> double vision. Double vision. <laughs> uh, waiting for a girl like you. I've been waiting. That was called harmonization. Uh, yeah, I, I could. I felt it. And I want to know what love is. I want to know what What? love is. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight.